0: hi and welcome back to the faith-based workplace show i am your host nina styles and here's where we focus on topics to help you develop and live a spirit that life as a christian in today's workplace so you've tuned in to episode four and this episode's topic is Handling negativity at work with grace. We have all been faced with negativity at work, and when we do, it tends to impact how we perform both professionally and personally. When dealing with negativity, especially at work, we can run the risk of forming unhealthy work habits as a way to cope with it. So, we either learn to adapt, which is unhealthy in itself, or we end up transferring that negativity onto others around us, which is just as harmful. So there's a struggle between adapting to toxic work environments and then escaping it altogether. So we'll look at the impact a negative work environment can cause on your overall life and opportunities to counteract the impact with positive coping methods in today's episode. You know, living in a negative environment, whether it's personal or professional, can be unbearable, and I say live when it comes to work because, honestly, we spend more time at work than we do at home, so we have to live, whether it's work or home, in environments that offers us a level of peace and positivity in order to sustain us, right? So... Listen, there's no question that not all of us have the ability to pick the type of environment that fits our needs and and interests. And I think we can all agree on that. So of course, we have to approach the way that we deal with our work life with a certain level of consideration. Because truth be told, we have to take our finances into account, right? And then along with that comes the lives of our loved ones. So Just walking away from the job isn't always an option. And then on the other side of things, God could very well have us experience some things to show us something. And being exposed to a certain level of negativity at work may be a part of his plan. You know, just part of what he's trying to reveal. Now, as hard as that may sound or uh, difficult to embrace, there are times certain challenges are in our path or placed in our path for us to develop and strengthen our endurance. And then there's other things that God may specifically want you to encounter so that He can do something specifically for you. I remember having a conversation with a woman who worked at a retail store, a lovely woman, and She talked about the goodness of God and all he has done for her. Both her and I were actually sharing stories and our experiences about how good God is. And we continue to have a conversation about how good God is. And uh, she began to talk about the unfortunate work environment that she was currently in it was a toxic work environment to say the least and uh naturally my response to her was on the lines of oh i'm i'm so sorry that you're you're dealing with this uh type of behavior with should be fellow coworkers and colleagues that you're around on a day-to-day basis you know it's not uncommon for us to develop great friendships with those who we work with, the the colleagues and our coworkers, I mean, because as I mentioned, we're around the people that we work with sometimes in most cases or in some cases more so than we are around the people that we live with. So I kind of leaned in with the question and and probably asked an obvious question and said, um, well, have you, have you considered looking for another job or just going somewhere else? And her response to my question was so, so profound. It kind of really stuck with me and it really resonated with me in some way, shape, or form, stunned me. Uh, and I remember it clearly as if she just said it yesterday. And she said, But what if God is taking me through some sort of spiritual boot camp I'm supposed to experience, I'm supposed to go through? And although I didn't say it, I thought, wow, she may be right. She went on to say, what if he's allowing me to go through this journey to strengthen me for something bigger, something more. Now for me, hearing her circumstances from that perspective was enlightening to say the least, especially from a spiritual angle. So I have to admit I, I kinda pondered over it for some time and, and thought how insightful it was to hear an outlook such as that. I mean, she was willing to hang in there and hold on to this journey, even though it was rough and uh and hard to bear at times. Because I could I could see the expression on her face and the emotion that she expressed when uh when she would talk about the the backstabbing and the the anguish that she was experiencing on a regular basis but she was she was willing to go the mile continue on in the valley that she was traveling through she just believed that if this is what god had planned for me to experience this this spiritual boot camp then shouldn't i go through it I think that that's the main thing that really caught me or caught my attention is the fact that she was just willing and uh, strong enough to to bear it, to bear through it. So I was really taken by that, that she had a willingness to to continue on in addition to her outlook on the spiritual boot camp as well. So I remember continuing to ponder over it for some time and then I realized that something was missing from her outlook and it was a very simple but very key factor that wasn't considered In what I believe was a very careful thought out perspective and the key is this apparently she never stopped to ask God what she should do because remember she said but what if god is taking me through some sort of spiritual boot camp what if he's trying to show me something something bigger so at this point it's obvious that she's coming up with her own conclusion which which is what we all tend to do we try to figure out what god is trying to do or and so rather than going to him directly and asking him what what is it that you're, you're showing me here? Uh, we tend to come up with our own conclusion and then figure that this, is, this could be very well a spiritual boot camp. But the level of discomfort could very well be a spiritual boot camp or it could be where he's prompting you to ask him for direction so that he can move you out of that circumstance and into something greater, something bigger. But we really don't know unless we ask. And that's the key. I think that that's the thing that was missing. And I think that we've all have journeyed through that or experienced that in some way, shape, or form. Even from my own personal journey, when my back was against the wall and I was surrounded by toxic behaviors on a daily basis, so what I, I chose to do was to seek out godly advice and and concluded that God wanted me to move out of that situation. I sought out godly counsel and believed God had spoken to me through my church prayer team and some sermons that I had heard, but I never stopped and paused and prayed and asked God what should I do in this moment you know my circumstances you know my heart and what my desires are I'm unhappy (laughs) Uh, what should I do how should I move out of this situation Lord if you want me to move out of this situation guide me or if you're if you're showing me something can you bring some level of understanding and wisdom to me so that I can kind of cope with it. And, you know, basically going in the direction of just clinging to him and seeking him directly for guidance. Now, in the end, the godly counsel that I sought after and received provided me with the guidance that God wanted me to receive and follow. Now, in both scenarios, mine and, and the woman that I had mentioned, neither one of us stopped to ask God, what should we do? And, and you know, as I mentioned, yeah, I, I sought out godly counsel, but the, the, I think the main factor and the point here is that um, seeking godly counsel is always great. I, I'm, I mean, I always recommend it and stand firm on it uh, whenever I'm speaking to um, someone who is trying to get some level of insight for whatever circumstance. And then that's that's a principle that I stand firm on as well for myself. But in addition to that, I think that as Christians, we, we have the abundant and absolute wonderful privilege of going to God directly because we have accepted Jesus Christ as our, our personal Lord and Savior. So we we belong to him, we are his. So as Christians, why do we feel as though that we should ponder over circumstances that we're going through rather than go to him directly and seek guidance directly from him? So by not doing so, we can find ourselves in circumstances that, again, he had to force us out of because we've allowed the toxic environment to impact our our health. Uh, we've ended up developing unhealthy habits just to cope because we believe that we are supposed to go through this this experience and endure it when, in fact, we're actually supposed to move out of it. So, in essence, we find ourselves... Putting our health at risk, our mindset at risk, the spirit within us is out of sync. And so we've caused a lot of unnecessary havoc in our lives and on our bodies and on our mind. When the Word of God tells us how important it is for us to be in good cheer, uh, Proverbs seventeen twenty two says, A cheerful heart is good medicine but a broken spirit saps a person's strength so we can find ourselves enduring things only because we've we've put into our minds that maybe this is what god has for me to experience in this moment and i am supposed to continue on this way rather than seeking him directly and asking what you should be doing in that moment and then another unhealthy coping mechanism that we find ourselves adapting to when we're in toxic environments is poor eating habits or lack of rest. I think that we take for granted the importance of having good rest and eating well because the toxic environment has a bearing on the way that you view yourself, it has some level of impact. At some point, it continues to drill in and penetrate into your mind, into the spirit that's within you, causing you to not value yourself as you should. And then the impact that a toxic work environment can can cause you to lash out on those who are around you, whether if it's strangers, friends, or family members. So unfortunately, those who are near you end up feeling the negative effect of what you're going through internally because you've been exposed to a toxic work environment and it's impacted you. So unfortunately, you're, you're lashing out to those around you and they're basically getting hit in the crossfires Um, And it's, and it's of course, wouldn't be your intentions. It's, it's the result. It's the result of being in those type of conditions. So we want to make sure that we're going to God directly in any circumstance. And especially when we're experiencing a toxic work environment. So after going to him, and it's been revealed to you that you are to go through this journey, I want to offer some positive coping methods that will help your journey and kind of center your spirit and keep you aligned with God along the way. They are three scriptures that I have, which begins with Isaiah 26, 3, which is, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you all whose thoughts are fixed on you. And then Romans twelve don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. And then last, Psalm 46, 10, which is one of my favorites, be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. And then taking some quiet time to have a moment of solitude and prayer. Um, This would only help enhance your journey, especially if God is putting you or has placed you on this path for you to experience what he's trying to show you. And then, of course, practicing healthy eating as much as possible. And, uh, and then proper rest, I, I really can't emphasize that enough. I think that sometimes we, we tend to uh, underestimate the need for us to rest, but God says it in his word for us to rest. Um, I mean, he, he rests. So, of course, um, we, we would be blessed and honored to do the same. You know, our bodies need it. And rest can come in the form of not necessarily sleeping, but just being still. So again, you know, that tags on to the solitude. Um, But if you're just taking a moment to just meditate on God's word or uh, listening to a great sermon or um, just being still, uh, actually with no sound. And just allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to you and uh, speak to your heart, guide you, encourage you, support you, um, counsel you. I mean, he's our helper. So that's that's what he's amazing at doing is putting our our mind and our spirit at ease. So we've come to the end of episode four. And I really want to thank you so much for listening, tuning in. This episode has been so fulfilling and I really hope it's been the same for you. Be sure to stay tuned for future episodes to come, including episode five. So be sure to subscribe to be notified and definitely share the Faith-Based Workplace show with others. Let them know that the podcast is available on all primary platforms And of course, don't forget to receive your blessing for today and be a blessing to others.